Hello, and welcome to Appleton Engaged. I'm your host, Timber Smith, the and Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Coordinator for the City of Appleton. Sorry, I jumped before you. Oh, I see, Andy. You're just... I'm you're, excited. You're excited. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I'm Andy Anam. I'm the Communications Manager for the City of Appleton. And Appleton Engaged is a podcast that explores the many people organizations, and resources that make our community a great place to live, work, and play. So whether you're a longtime resident or just getting to know Appleton, join us as we learn more about our community together. That's right, Timber. Get ready to dive into thought-provoking conversations, inspiring stories, and a whole, whole, whole lot more. Sorry about that. Today, I'm in a different mood. Is that so what's going on, Andy? I think so. Yes. My <laughs> chair has changed, so... Possibly. That has the effect on me. That's everything. And we will explain why the chair has changed today. We do have more energy in the environment than normal. Yes. So I'm excited to know what's so special today. Today, we've got two guests. One organization, but two guests. And today's guests are David Weiss, the executive director of the Nonprofit Leadership Initiative, and Annette Look, the program manager for the Nonprofit Leadership Initiative, Hey, David, and hey, Annette, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to be here with, here with you, Timber and Andy. Fantastic. Thanks for having us. Oh, thank you for, for being here with us and spending some time with us. Can you each pl- tell us about yourself and your association with Appleton and the Fox Cities region? Yeah, I'd be glad to start. Uh, so David Weiss, you know, Executive Director with the Nonprofit Leadership Initiative, um, I've been in the role for for a year, uh, but I've been a, a lifelong resident, uh, in essence, of, of the Fox Valley. My father was a mail carrier in the, or I'm sorry, my grandfather was a, a mail carrier in the Appleton area. You know, my, my dad grew up here. My mom, uh, we we recruited from uh, from down south a little bit, um, but uh, you know, for the most part, grew up here and and have enjoyed Appleton and all the amenities uh, that this wonderful city uh, has to offer uh, for childhood. And and now I am the the proud father of four. I've got a nine, seven, five, and three-year-old at home. And, and Whoa, you said four. Four, yep. Man. And and, and they love uh, they, they love this community as well. So we're, we're repopulating the, the community. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, well, hello, and I'm Annette Look, the program manager with Nonprofit Leadership Initiative. And David and I have that in common. I also have four children, and I'm the proud parent of four girls. Have uh, lived in Northeast Wisconsin my whole life and have been in the Fox Cities for 35 years, mostly in Nina, which to uh, those who live there, the Na. So really <laughs> love the Na and everything about it and glad to be here today. I've never heard the Na before. Oh, yeah. I feel like I learned an inside secret just now. Yeah, when my kid was uh, at University of Wisconsin-Madison, there was a page going home to the Na. So that's how they all found rides to come home. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to jump in. Um, Can you please tell us about your resource, the Nonprofit Leadership Initiative? Yeah, I'm glad to. And, uh, you know, for your your listeners that are familiar with uh, more of the organizations that do maybe direct service to them, uh, we're kind of a hidden gem in the community. We've been around uh, for since 2015. Uh, A number of community leaders got together and said, how can we help nonprofits have that strong foundation uh, to be able to, to serve their community well. And, uh, and so the nonprofit leadership was, was born. We, uh, 
created initially some resources for the community, you know, uh, tips, tools, and templates of, of how to run a nonprofit successfully. And then uh, one of our most longstanding and uh, I'd argue successful uh, programs is our, our Nonprofit Leadership Institute, which is training executive directors and kind of those on the pathway to executive directorhood, uh, the best practices of, of running a, a nonprofit organization. So, Yeah, and I think some of more along the lines of that origin story is we just realized how vital role nonprofits play in our mm-hmm. community. And when we lift nonprofits up, our whole community benefits. But we realized that nonprofits needed more than just grants and dollars to be successful. Right. Right? They need strong leadership is critical to that. So that Leadership Institute that David talked about was one of our first programs. And so that focused on training some folks. But then we thought, well, who else needs to be involved for a nonprofit to be successful? I bet you can guess. It's their it's board. The board. <laughs> it's their board of directors. Right. So we followed some programs along that line as well. So we've got lots of programs to tell you about. So you let us know when you want us to dive in. Oh no. Don't hold back now. <laughs> Just go ahead. Let's we can we can dive in. Yeah. So in addition to the nonprofit leadership initiative nope, or the full thing's the initiative, the institute is the is the, the capstone sort of course for the nonprofit staffer. We also realized uh, sort of around the the other skill sets that are needed, uh, we developed some forums that we offer about four times a year. We bring the full community together, 120 or so nonprofit professionals, to cover sub- subjects like you know HR, uh, recruiting talents to the area, how to uh, fundraise with a DEI lens, and a bunch of other sort of uh, how to uh, fully think through what the, your program costs are. So when you're asking for uh, you know grant funding, you're not just uh, doing the program costs, but all of the things that go into you know you need a, a computer, you need an office, you need uh, accounting and, and sort of legal help. Uh, what does that all cost uh, to the organization? So that we're we're getting the funding that funds 100% of the nonprofit, not 30, 40, 50%, and then uh, you know falling behind because of a, a lack of funding. So that that those exist, and then we also have uh, our our jumpstart program, which gets uh, nonprofits on their first. A donor database uh, to help with engagement of, of donors to sort of professionalize that. And what else? yeah, and what then I think say? it's the the board stuff that we uh, do. So we that leadership institute that David talked about is a year long program, and we are so proud that we are up to eighty two ninety two ninety two graduates now. Mm-hmm. Wow! So, yeah. So mm-hmm. then those graduates came to us and said, "Thank you for providing this information. This is so helpful." can we teach our board members the same information? So they actually helped us along with Leadership Fox City's Alumni Association to develop a program called the Board Academy, which is six sessions. And we use a lot of those same trainers as Leadership Institute to train board members on those critical leadership skills that you need for nonprofit, fiscal strategy, ethics and legal. What, what are the roles of the board versus the staff? Governance and fundraising. Mm -hmm. So that program began. We also needed some less formal times for board members to get together and just talk. So we developed board roundtables where we just have a maximum of 25 folks. We come together. Someone from the community teaches that program and they just share their own experiences working with boards. And then uh, we talk about, you know, what best practices they can bring back to their boards. Um, We're really going to dive in. We're going to talk about nonprofit compensation in September because that's such a hot topic. So we've just got someone talking about that and we're going to say, you know, what can we do to compensate 
fairly, equitably, and what other perks can we provide just besides the dollars as well as nonprofits? So but my favorite program is our Board Connect program uh, because nonprofits don't always know where to get board members, and board members tend to ask their friends to be on the board. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we <laughs> wanted to find a way to make it a little bit more equitable for everyone to have an opportunity. So we actually based uh, created a website. It's very similar to like an Indeed or a job board, and nonprofits can go out and place openings that they have for task forces and committees and board members on there for free. And then your listeners, anybody, can go out there and see what's available and just hit the express interest button and then an email exchange happens and they can just explore and see if this is a good fit for them. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Tell us, uh, where do you find that? It's at boardconnectwi.org. It's his own website, or you can also get through it to our, our website as well, which is npleadershipfe.org. You Google Nonprofit Leadership Initiative Appleton, you'll find us. Okay. So my question would be, and I can see it's a very interesting part of the uh, conversation. I have discussed this thing with a lot of new communities coming into the area who basically face a lot of linguistic barriers. So, and they don't know how to start a nonprofit, but they have the zeal to do that, but ne not necessarily the education to do that. So how you're reaching out to these communities who are otherwise having these struggles with the, their representation as well as their uh, language barriers? Mm. You know, we have had the most success with uh, sort of leaders in, in the community that sort of have communication down, come in and learn, and then they go back. I try to think of uh, Sri Devi Booty uh, from mm -hmm. Indus of Fox Valley who's come in and she's a frequent flyer with all of our programming and, and helps you know lead uh, many of the discussions from a, from a programming perspective. And, and, and so coming in and, and having someone sort of learn how to operate in this, you know, nonprofit environment, which is which is new to to many people, as well as those that are interested in board service, we sort of make them aware of of sort of best practices to bring their mission to life uh, through this structure we call nonprofit. That's fantastic. How do people normally find your organization? And, and I ask this. Uh, not because I, you know, of course, uh, I haven't referred anybody there, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> we know you have. Yes. Um, but how do people typically find out about the organization? Yeah, that's and a great question. And we probably missed mentioning that we are a program within the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley region. Ah. So when we began that origin story David was talking about actually started with a group of funders thinking that how else can we support and the Community Foundation hosted those conversations and then when it was decided. So a lot of new organizations are looking for that dollar. <laughs> so they do come to the Community Foundation. United Way is also a great partner for us. So those two organizations frequently will funnel folks to us and ask us to meet with new nonprofits so they can get a little bit of a lay of the land. Yeah. And then we, we have an, uh, sort of a community that we've built uh, through all of the, the people that have gone through our programming. And so there's a lot of word of mouth in the community that, that happens due to sort of those advocates of, of what they've experienced. So, oh, yeah, I went to this great course. You, you need to do it too. Um, so so that, that's another. So what kind of signature events are coming up? And if like, you know, if we come across someone looking for the information on nonprofits, mm -hmm. so where they should go for? 
Yeah. So one of the big sort of recruitment or, or starting cycles for us um, for those two capstone courses, the Leadership Institute and the Board Academy, typically the January, February timeline is the best uh, to, to fill out the registration paperwork to get started. We start the Institute in uh, May, April, May. No, May. And then the Board Academy is again going to be in that uh, Q2, Q3 timeline. So if you're, if you're thinking about improving your, your nonprofit organization through education, through leadership development, that January sign-up time is, is the best time to get the, get the ball rolling. But, you know, Annette and I and, and the team at NPLI are, are certainly always open for conversations and consultations to understand what your true need is. And if it's, it's leadership development, we're glad to get you connected that way. If it's something else that we don't offer that we're aware of in the community, we're very happy to connect everyone to all the, the, the wealth of resources we have in this great community. So uh, what kind of financial sub, you know, implications there are? are you know, the, are these subsidized courses mm-hmm. or they have to pay something or you know, how the financial support is given to the people who are seeking these kind of leadership courses? Yeah, yeah they're, they're funded in multiple ways. We do rely heavily on donors and uh, grants and our business community has come behind us, alongside us to support us. We do feel that it's important for nonprofits to budget for professional development which they often don't do, not only for themselves, but for their board. Totally. Yep. So we encourage them to include a line item for professional development. And there is a fee for our uh, capstone projects, our classes that David was talking about, the Institute and the Board Academy. I will tell you that what they pay is, uh, I don't know, a fourth of Mm -hmm. the cost, maybe a fourth of the cost. Uh, So we do try and keep it as affordable as possible. And the only way we can do that is with the support of the community providing funding for us to do that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But we also have some very generous donors that want to make sure that even if that, you know, financial barrier of the quarter um, is is not doable, that they'll underwrite it. I mean, uh, our, our friends at United Way have done that for a number of uh, grassroots organizations that are currently going through the program. Mm-hmm. So it that is wonderful to hear. So listeners, if you are looking to, you know, educate your boards, you have to reach out to nonprofit leadership initiative. Yeah. And another thing that uh, is kind of developing is the, um, the great employers that we have in the area want their staff to be connected to the nonprofit sector and, and to give back to the community. And so, so there is a, a strong desire on their part to fund the participation in our board academy and, and board training. So, um, so certainly talk to your HR department as well to see mm-hmm. if, if they might be willing to foot the bill for you to, to grow in your service in nonprofits. Mm-hmm. It does seem like there is a, there's definitely been a shift in the culture of many organizations, private sector organizations, where they do want their employees to have that community engagement piece. Or the employees are asking their employers for the autonomy to be out and have that community engagement piece. And and therefore, it's becoming like a retention tool. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this, and then you add on the opportunity for some training mm-hmm. in that space. This just seems like a win-win for the community. Mm-hmm. You know, one part professional development to grow yourself as a, a leader in your, your organization, your, your company, and, and one part the stickiness factor. If, if employers are saying if, if you're ca- tied into a nonprofit and your you know, family's involved in all these organizations locally, it's going to be harder to recruit you to that virtual job somewhere else or um, to, to bring you out of the community. So, so we're, we're glad to pl- play a part in keeping fantastic talent in the area by serving those that really need, need help. Agreed. Okay. Can one of you please share a narrative 
that will help our listeners understand the importance of the Nonprofit Leadership Initiative? Yeah, David, maybe the small group is a good story about the connectedness of yeah. our nonprofit leaders. Do you want to share that? Yeah, and you know, this starts as a personal uh, sharing here. So I uh, started my nonprofit career about 10 years ago, uh, working for the Boys and Girls Brigade in Nina. And uh, through that, realized that the executive director uh, track was what I wanted to, to move, move towards. Um, so I was part of the second cohort of the Leadership Institute uh, that was offered in our community. Loved it. Absolutely dove in. You know, it, it was something that I, I gave my all to. And I really believe that I'm, I'm probably closer to, to many of my cohort members than I am to some of my college buddies. You know, it was that kind of an experience. And, uh, and all of the, the, non-leadership, the non-executive directors that were part of that course, you know, we just got together a week ago uh, as part of an alumni gathering, and, and they're all executive directors at this point. So it's, it's fun to see sort of that sharing. But, but there is an appetite as well for, for more. You know, once you're done with the year course, you've built the relationship with these great people, and, and you try to get together, but life kind of gets away from you. And so we've, we've developed some additional alumni engagement activities, uh, one, one of which is called a small group. And so, you know, you're graduating with a class of 20 uh, people that you're getting to know and, and love, um, but now you're intentionally connecting once a month over lunch or so with five or six that you're diving deep into. It's your personal board of directors that you're able to ask the questions that you can't talk to your staff about and, and you can't talk to your board about, So, but you have peers in the community that are willing to invest in you. And so it's it's really fun to see this thing that, that was originally built to be a help, help you get a good baseline to run your nonprofit, to be sort of the lifeline for executive directors in our area to, to find resources and, and examples of best practices from their peers. So it's, 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 it's growing in a beautiful way. Yeah, because we often hear nonprofit leaders tell us how it's lonely mm-hmm. being the executive mm-hmm. director. You can't talk to your staff because they report to you. You can't talk to your board because you want them to think you know everything. <laughs> so these, yeah, right. Your spouse is sick of listening to you. Yeah, right. yeah. your spouse right. is sick of listening to you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I, when David came up with this idea to build these small groups and to select someone from each cohort to be the cheerleader to get everybody together, I thought, why didn't we think of this before you started? Mm-hmm. It's such a great idea. And I just got quotes yesterday from folks about that program, and they just said, I look so forward to these monthly get-togethers. And we talk about work, but we talk about our personal lives, mm-hmm. too. And it just helps with that social connectedness, which is so important. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a really, it's a nice, n- another program. And another great example of, of the, the reach of our program is uh, many organizations have sent their executive director through the Leadership Institute and they had such a great experience that the next in line, the next director was sent. And, you know, we even had, what, three people from uh, Catalpa, you know, join and, and t- experience the program. So there's a number of nonprofits that have uh, multiple of their staff that have gone through our capstone course. So it, it's they're the ones out re- uh, recruiting others, even within their own organization. They're putting aside the professional development money to make sure that this investment is made in the next round of leadership in this community, whether whether with their organization or, or somewhere else locally. So, Ash, are there any, any upcoming initiatives, events, or engagement opportunities uh, our listeners can find or want to know more? Yeah, well, we talked about in September, we've got that board roundtable on compensation, and then in October... 
October 26th, we're holding one of those half-day leadership forums that David talked about, and it's going to be about grant writing. And we're taking a little bit of a different twist. We're actually taking asking local grant writers from our local nonprofits who know the funders to share their success stories, their ideas, and best practices as well. And then we've added a panel of funders to come and share what they're seeing in grant requests what isn't so good and what they like to see and have it. So it's going to be, and we'll expect about 120 people at that. I so. love that approach of adding the funder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think that's, I think that's really inventive. Um, yeah, thanks. Well, we've got someone from the foundation, community foundation, our home, someone from the United Way is just mm-hmm. signed on someone from Kimberly Clark, us venture and the basic needs giving partnership. So mm. a wide variety of different types of funders. Yeah. And a lot of the the most prominent funders we have in the region. So I mean, that's a pretty good good list of uh, participants. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's pretty awesome. Is there anything the community can do to be helpful? Yeah. So, and and this is really a plug for the other nonprofits in the community. I mean, we're 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 blessed to serve so many great organizations locally, and what they need is board members to bring their professional expertise and their love for that mission to serve as board members and committee members and to volunteer for them. So um, as much as I'd love to, you know, have have you impact us, you're impacting us by making a strong nonprofit sector through service. So if uh, board service is the right next step for you, um, you know, come to NPLI, learn about what board service looks like, come take our leadership or take our board academy class to really understand uh, what it takes to be a good board member so you can be effective in your first year of service and beyond. Uh, But the more trained board members that we have in the community, the stronger nonprofits we're going to have, the bigger impact on mission that we're going to be able to do. Um, So I'd say that's, that's probably the biggest, the biggest plea right now. And funding. We can always use can always use funding. That's uh, it. Never hurts. Absolutely. So you know we're we're working on our our, our next year's budget and funding. You know, making NPLI possible is really an investment in the nonprofits that you love. For every dollar that comes in our door, it goes out impacting another nonprofit in our community. So whether you know that's uh, your ability to give through United Way because United Way supports us, um, or if it's an individual gift uh, to us. Uh, uh, if you're able to get matching grants from your employer, that's you know double your dollar for uh, for the impact. But we'd we'd, we'd love that that kind of support as well. Wonderful. So if people want to learn more about your organization, who should they contact? Absolutely. I mean, our website is a, a wealth of uh, resource for people, and again, that's npleadershipfv.org. So nonprofit leadership of the Fox Valley, shortened to npleadershipfv.org. And then, you know, my, my email and phone number and everything's listed all over the site. So I'd love, I welcome a conversation with anybody in this great community to see how I could connect you to impact the nonprofits. Okay. And what we will do is we will make sure that we put that contact information in the podcast notes. And Annette, you also will end up getting your contact information put into the podcast notes. Absolutely. I love meeting all these new folks. And I do take a lot of time meeting with our new executive directors as well and introducing them to things. So great. Awesome. Okay. Shout outs. Uh, do you have any shout outs? 
You know, there's there's two kind of buckets that I wanted to make sure that we we thank you know publicly, and those founding uh, supporters of, of NPLI are, are amazing. So the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley Region, instrumental in our success, as well as United Way, Community First Credit Union, Thrivent, and Fox Valley Technical College, and and then the Otto Bremer uh, Foundation has also stepped up real big in the last couple of years to, to be a big supporter of ours. So we're super thankful for for their support and any others in the community that are willing to financially contribute to the mission. And you know, I would be remiss to to not include Kim O'Brien, uh, who is the executive director that I took over from, kind of a, a mentor and uh, and really such an amazing person to follow uh, follow the lead of, such a best practice follower. She has an amazing team that she developed that I've been, you know, blessed to work with. So, yeah, I think that's my shout outs. And anybody you want to add? Yeah, I want to recognize we have such fantastic. My program committee, especially, mm-hmm. is fantastic. I've got a marketing committee, a finance committee, development committee, and our steering council. They, all those folks, they also bring that strategic direction, that vision. They guide us. They are that sounding board. They are, I just want to make sure we say thanks to all those folks as well. Okay. Thank you for being here. Uh, at this time, we, we're going to start winding up. So to Appleton Engaged listeners, we just want to say thank you for spending time with us. We are a work in progress. Please take some time. If you have any recommendations on how we can make the show better, or if you would like to be a guest, or if you like, if you have a recommendation for who should be a guest, please reach out to us at diversity at appleton.org. Once again, that is diversity at appleton.org. And then we also do have our asks, and our two asks are please take time to subscribe to this podcast and to fill out reviews for the podcast. It helps to raise the analytics of the podcast. So, We think we have something pretty special and we want as many people as possible to learn about Appleton Engaged. All right. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, stay curious and stay engaged. 